back with the 18th episode of Checking In. A little bit longer of a gap between recordings, but we're What's back. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we had to take... Oh, because we were gone we, for Halloween. We were gone for Halloween, so it's a, a week late, um, which is different than my wife is a week early. <laughs> um, so I'll be gone for a while. Today's my last day. Baby's due tomorrow. Yep. So you won't be hearing my wonderful voice for a month. Which I'm sure most people are okay with. <laughs> but what have you been? What have you done to? Um, well, we did Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween was um, not very good. It was cold and raining. And raining, which I didn't mind. That's something. Mm-hmm. That's the time of year. But um, there were so many houses that weren't passing yeah. out candy that we had to walk a long way. Yeah, there's a lot of people on my street that weren't giving out candy either. Last year there was more, but this year wasn't a lot. At least, I don't know, in St. Clair Shores, people are weird. Like, they stand outside their house and give out candy. Yeah. Well, that's all. fine. You yeah. Know, it's not a big deal. It's just like, oh, this is interesting. Instead so of you ringing the door and yeah. knocking on the door. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not bad. But it was just, it was cold. It was raining. We're like, oh, let's let's try. Kai got an ear infection. Ugh. Like, had to take her to urgent care, like, the day of Halloween. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, oh, and then to go out with an ear infection. And then she went out, but she was, like, doing okay. Then she tripped, and then it was it was all oh. over after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it probably was a bit for the best because it was, you know, got dark. it got dark super early. It was mm-hmm. just raining, cold, and it's like, okay, we have plenty of candy at home because we didn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters either. Yeah. So we just have lots of leftover stuff, so she could have candy for, like, the next few weeks. Yeah. And be fine. Cause I'm not gonna eat it, so. Yeah, my son. I don't know if he he's six now, so it seems like he would notice that the other kids are carrying big pillow sacks, and he's mm-hmm. carrying a small plastic pumpkin. Mm-hmm. But when that thing gets filled up, he's like, "Okay, I'm ready to go home." Like that's perfect. He's totally satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of leftover candy too. We were just giving it out by the handfuls because. Mm-hmm. There was only one other person on our block giving out candy, so we weren't getting a ton of t- trick-or-treaters. Um, mm-hmm. So what I do with leftover chocolate candy, most people in my house prefer the fruity stuff. Mm-hmm. We smash up all the fun-sized candy bars and make um, chocolate chip cookies out of them. Interesting. That's a good way to get some more sugar in your system. <laughs> Life tips by Annie. <laughs> Life hack. Yeah. Oh, man, that just sounds like way too much. But then again, I'm drinking a Mountain Dew, which, according to the label, has 77 grams of sugar Ooh, in it. Ooh, that's a lot. That's more than... Which is more than probably anybody should be drinking in a week. Mm-hmm. And I drink it... Every day. Every day. Because I'm I'm not really sure. Have you ever stopped drinking pop for a while, though? And I then have. It, like, burns your throat when you drink it. I don't think I've gotten to that point, but, like, for a while when I did it, I'm like, oh, this is really sweet. Like, Like, the initial, like... The first taste after a long absence, you're like, man, this is really sweet. Like, yeah. how am I drinking this? Too sweet, yeah. And then it's just like, whatever. Normal, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. This time of year, I always get into that bad habit of like 
eating Halloween candy, even though I'm not even hungry, it's just there. Mm-hmm. And then I go, ugh, that's too sweet. And now I need something salty. And then and it's then, the cycle. It's yeah, too just salty. Go you need something sweet. It just to all the way to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I got a stick of chips. <laughs> oh, now I'm thirsty. Well, now I now I want some chips. Yeah. Now, oh, now I need a coke. Yeah. Perpetual cycle of eating sugar and salt. That's what I'm on mm-hmm. that time of year, and it's snowing. Yeah, it snowed a little bit yesterday, and then I woke up and there was snow on my car, which it's whatever. But I always. I always get snow on my seat because I never really think to like brush off the door before I get in. So I open yeah. the door, then like the snow just cold right on my seat, and I'm like, "Man, I do that too." Yeah, so I always forget. I don't even think I have a like an ice scraper or a brush in my car right now. I usually take it out for the season. I think it's inside, but I think I need to take it out now and get that ready. Yeah, we're still getting used to having two cars, so I don't think we have a. Um second brush <laughs> i think um, we just yeah. fight over the the one all winter long I instead mean, of going if to you leave work at the same time store. it's not the worst thing i mean i've i've had uh instances where i didn't have one so i had to use my you know my arm and my jacket and i've had to use like my credit cards to scrape off ice mm-hmm. off the windshield there's a life hack for me mm-hmm. you don't need these fancy things you have a have your wallet and a I used to pour jacket. hot water on my windshield, which I thought was genius, but I don't think that's good for the glass. I don't know if it's you're supposed to do that. But I think it's the, I think it's the opposite, which is worse. Like going from super hot to super cold will make it like explode or crack. I think yeah. the other way, I don't think it can do that. But you know, I'm not. I definitely think there's something wrong with it. Otherwise, a lot of people will be doing it. Yeah, but usually I'll just wake up early, start the car, and then let it run for 10 minutes and hopefully yeah. that it's all squared away but it's, it's fine it's michigan yeah it's what we have to deal with not the worst thing i like i like i like the cold went for some late night walks last night and i was like this is awesome you just dress properly you don't even know it's cold yeah that is nice Which when is. it's cold and you're cozy that's mm-hmm. a nice feeling yeah because the outside air you know makes it so you don't feel too warm because you get warm when you're walking mm-hmm. all bundled up but the nice cold air on your face and all that stuff feels really good yeah uh, so um what have you been reading or watching or doing um i've been trying to write because it's national novel writing month so i haven't been reading mm-hmm. or watching as much but have i have been writing i've been writing a little bit nowhere near one of our our study rooms are open um throughout the week at different times for writers to come in. And one of our writers has 9,000 words already. And it's the seventh. Yeah. That's a lot. But I maybe have 1,000. Maybe. You got to pick up the pace. Yeah. I got to get going. But I've been reading um, Trick Mirror, Reflections on Self-Delusion by Gia Tolentino. She writes a lot for various online imprints. Mm Mm-hmm. And she just writes essays about sort of modern life, and they're kind of hit or miss. The first two essays were amazing. They were mm-hmm. about social media and, like, yourself and how much it takes from you and how much you're mm-hmm. getting from it. And I felt like those were really gave me a lot to think about. But then others are, um, there's kind of a letdown. They don't mm-hmm. finish with a proper train of thought. So that's just a book Much of like essays. my sentence. <laughs> so that's a book of essays then, the one yes. you're reading? Yeah. 
Um, I would still recommend it for the first couple essays, and I'm not mm-hmm. quite finished with it yet. I'm reading um, an essay called uh, The Story of a Generation and Seven Scams, and it's about, um, like, the Fire Festival guy. And, um, nice. Um, Fire Festival. Those documentaries were awesome. Yeah, those are great. Um, I think she's in one of them. I think mm-hmm. she might have had a hand in that. So, anyway, I would still recommend it. Trick Mirror. It was a lot of celebrities were reading it, and it has an awesome cover. Um, yeah, it looks very, vin- like a, looks very vintage. Yeah, like a 70s self-help book or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then I also just picked up Little Women um, mm-hmm. by Louisa May Alcott because Greta Gerwig is doing the movie version. Yeah. And I wanted to familiarize myself with that book again because I haven't read it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a cozy read. I read just the first chapter, and mm-hmm. I'm digging into that. Liking yeah. it. Uh, and then for my book group, we're reading Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain, which I haven't started yet. I like that book. I think I want to, like, sit down and kind of do it over a weekend as you opposed could. to taking the whole month to do you it. You probably could do it in a weekend. It's not too long. Yeah. It's pretty well broken up, but it's a, it's a good book. I kind of want to, like, dive into it instead of, like, picking a piece here and there. Because for book club, mm-hmm. you got to talk about it. So. Yeah, but it's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, I read it last year, like, after he died. I'm like, I should read this. I had it in my backpack forever. I'm like, oh, I should finally read this now. And it's just sort of interesting. I think Does he's come out and said that, like, a lot of stuff. He doesn't, like, regret writing about it, but it's like, I think, you know, things have changed oh, yeah. dramatically for the industry Yeah. and stuff. But it's Does, just a good book. Are there good food There's nothing descriptions? About. No. I think there, I mean, it's kind of a little bit, like, he tells you, like, he... Explains, I know, sort of some processes about how things work and presentation stuff, but it's a lot of just, you know, the nitty gritty stuff of working in a kitchen. Yeah. It's like how he never really describes himself as a chef. He feels like he's just always a cook. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he makes that distinction. Like, he's yeah. like, he was never, he would he would admit, readily admit that he's like not the best cook or chef, or whatever, but he just loves it. Like, likes doing it. Yeah. And stuff. He would never put himself in the same category as some of the other more famous people that we know, like yeah. Gordon Ramsay or something. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not, that's not my skill set. Yeah. But he just enjoyed doing it. He seemed to be good at it, but then he springboarded that into a great job. Oh, yeah. Awesome job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been um, a patron recommended to me, a patron that I often talk to about movies. Um, I wanted just something easy going not modern really mm-hmm. that I could watch last night and he recommended Tootsie so I watched Tootsie mm-hmm. um, with Dustin Hoffman and that I was surprised I've seen it before I think mm-hmm. I watched it in college um, but it held up pretty well it's still good mm-hmm. it's a great actor Dustin Hoffman is a good actor um, but yeah so did you any TV or just, just the book and the movie no nothing we watched um, another movie called Red um, that someone else recommended it's the like, one with Bruce Willis like yeah. old retired special forces it, yeah. people it was not not for me not for you no I didn't think it was I thought it was kind of canned mm-hmm. so you're not going to watch Red 2 no <laughs> I do I love Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and I, actually I like all the people that were in it um, yeah I think Helen Mirren's in it Helen Mirren and Morgan John Freeman John Malkovich yeah, yeah. Um, and the guy from Succession, the dad from Succession, is in it. Oh, he plays uh, like Brian a Cox. goofy Russian guy. Yeah. Okay. But um, lots of talent. But 
I didn't think the writing was good, and I'm not I'm not a big action mm-hmm. person either. I never think, yeah. oh, that looks so cool how he did that. Yeah. Well, you um, know, with all those the older actors, that's all just stunt work and maybe stuff. It's like I doubt that most of those actors do it. Yeah. In their advanced age for action and just insurance purposes, most people don't do that. Most people aren't Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like he he does all that <laughs> Thank stuff because because he because he he, pra- he, pra- he practically pays for some of the movie. He probably pays enough that he could be like, I'm doing my own stunts, and they're like, Okay, Tom. <laughs> he may he might maybe thinks he's doing them. But he did. I mean, he did break his ankle on one of the stunts, and they had to shut down filming. Oh, just really? Like, yeah. You know, I respect him. I don't think Bruce Willis did that. There was a lot of him like walking towards bad guys. Not mm-hmm. a not a ton of, but I know he did him for probably in his younger days. Um, Die Hard, yeah, Die Hard. Because I'm a big Moonlighting fan, and he started doing Die Hard when he was still doing mm-hmm. Moonlighting. And in the scene where they uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd finally get together in Moonlighting, in, in Moonlighting, his back was so hurt that they had to film the bed room scene by putting the mattress up on the wall so he could be standing because he couldn't, mm-hmm. like, lay down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was moonlighting. As, a, as, as an action as, hero. As an action hero. <laughs> That's a good show. Have you ever seen that show? I've never seen moonlighting, but I know, like, people were surprised that he was going to cast in an action movie. He's like, because when people think of Bruce Willis now, it's like action, but, like, right. he got started out in comedy. Yeah. So and it's always weird. When, he was funny, yeah. I think he won an Emmy for that, too. Yeah, that was a really good show. It su- it's super creative, mm-hmm. um, and their chemistry is really good. I don't know if that's a product um, of its time, though, if you watch oh, it now. Oh, it sure is. Like it's yeah. outdated. But. Yeah, it's real sexist. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if you can watch it through the lens of the 80s, you get a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. What about you? Um, well, the Great British Baking Show had their new season. Oh, yeah. Um, but Netflix was doing it, like, week to week. So we sort of started it after it was mostly done. Mm-hmm. So by the time they finished, we basically watched all of it. But that's just a, it's a great show. It's a great fun show to watch. Yeah. And that really. Does your daughter like it? No. No. I think we had it on once and she just sort of was like, whatever. She likes PJ Masks and yeah. all that other stuff. We have a hard time finding stuff we can all enjoy together because my son mm-hmm. likes to watch the same things over and over. Yeah, we try to, like, stop that. She's like, what do you... We're like, okay, I'm, I'm making dinner. I'll throw something on. It's like, what do you want to watch? She's like, Frozen. I'm like, we no. just watched Frozen, like, <laughs> 30 times. Let's watch something else. And she's like, Moana. I'm like, oh, we watched <laughs> that know. one, like, 50 times. I know. But it's sort of like, throw something on and hope she likes it. Like, I think we started watching Big Hero 6, because she had never saw it. I'm like, I just need something... I just need something different. different. Something not Moana, yeah. And it was, like, fine. Nothing wrong with Moana or Frozen, but after no. after you've seen, after the songs get stuck in your head, you're like, it's time for a new one. Yeah, we kind of want something that's not cartoons every once in a while mm-hmm. that we can watch as a family together that's fam- like family-friendly. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've apparently. been watching Home Alone. Apparently, Sesame Street is going to be on Canopy now. Oh, that'd be great. I think, I know, there was a press release that they're doing that, which... We have Canopy, if you don't aren't aware. That's something that your library card gives you access to, is Canopy. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff on it. And we have Hoopla, which has um, 
It has a couple old Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. Like it has one season of all that. I did. I saw. I was watching that. I was like, wow, they have some really interesting stuff. They yeah. have really good comic book selection. Yep, and they have SpongeBob. So there's stuff for kids on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but my son was really liking old episodes of all that. All Do you that. remember that show? Yeah. Like a that kids Kenan skit Tom- show. Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Pre SNL. He's basically mm-hmm. been on sketch comedy his whole life. I know. Oh man, all that. Growing up in the nineties. That was a good show. And I liked The Roundhouse, which was a like Yeah, a, that was like the that was like a weirder show. It was like a drama. Know. Like yeah. they had a message for sure. Yeah. But I was into it. Yeah, and I think I saw there was an Are You Afraid of the Dark on there as well. Oh really? Which I heard that they're rebooting. Or remaking. Of I don't course even know. They Reboot are. or remake, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it'll just be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, so I did the Great British Baking Show. Um, I read a book called Stronger, Faster, and More Beautiful by Arwen Ells Dayton. Oh, what's that about? It's about, it's a YA book, and it's about, like, human gene modification and stuff. Like, it's sort of told in the stories of, um, short stories. Each story, like, progressively goes further into the future, but it basically stays within the same world, and, like, some Mm -hmm. characters are recurring and stuff, and it's just really interesting, like, how... This person was like, well, it starts here. It's like, where does the, where does humanity end up at the right, end? Right, when you have this idea. And you have all this stuff. And I just liked it. You know, I like science fiction, all that stuff. I think it's probably something that we're going to have to deal with eventually. I think they're sort of already dealing with that. That's what that CRISPR stuff is, like gene modification and, mm-hmm. like, gene selection. And I don't know, it's pretty much like Gattaca. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Never seen Gap. Is should, Bruce Willis should, in that? He was not in that. Oh. Jude Law. What am I it. thinking of? It's Fifth Element. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's another good one. But Gattaca, oh, Gattaca. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman's in it. All right. And Ethan Hawke. I think that's the movie they met. Oh. Um, all right. But that movie's. I really, like Ethan Hawke a lot. That movie is really good because it sort of is like almost like this premise. It sort of just tells a future where, you know, most kids aren't born the typical way, like. You get or like the in vitro. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, this embryo's got X, Y, Z. Pick one. Y- yeah. And it's like basically like the whole world's, you know, class. I don't know if it's like class, but like different types of humans. Like yeah. the ones that are born naturally are lower class because oh. they can still have all the disease. Like they basically eradicated right. so much of everything. So it's kind of like what this book is. Oh, it's sort I have of like to watch that. It. Maybe I'll watch that. And talk about it in your absence. You could. Get <laughs> uh, yeah, just a good movie, um, yeah. but that's cool. But just sort of like tinkering with humanity, genes, DNA. I feel like it's probably inevitable because you know I think all science is trying to do good. And then there's always a couple people that are like, "Well, let's just take it the what next level." Yeah. And it's like every science fiction movie and book coming to life. You're like. Mm-hmm. We've seen this before. I know this one. It's like Skynet. Don't do not do it. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? Um, and I'm about to start reading Rise of the Robots. Fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a book about automation. Uh, I think it's mostly about automation. Which is sort of similar to the one book about, I read about what Andrew Yang wrote. Mm-hmm. About like the solutions for oh, that. Yeah. But this one's more like, you know, this how is, is this happening? This is non-fiction. Yeah, so this is more like, how is this happening? what's happening, like, all that stuff. So I think it's sort the of a good, good complimentary book to that other book that I read. Um, and I played some video games. Now, do you have, are you going to bring one of those books to the hospital? Like, that seems like a stressful thing to read I don't while know you're what having I'm a do baby. I do at the hospital. 
like she'll be there for a couple days hopefully it's not too long I know with the major surgery recovery she'll be there and I'll be there but I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do I could bring a book I could bring my switch over and play yeah. video games but she might get mad at me yeah um, <laughs> probably won't do um, you, whatever book you get you should like cover it with like yeah the best Something way else. to be a helpful yeah, husband. Yeah, interesting. I could bring the Chromecast and maybe just hook it up to the hospital TV and we'll watch Netflix yeah. or something. I'm not sure what we'll do. I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'll be like, you're fine. I'll hold the baby for a second. No. Mm-hmm. But it should be okay. should be fine. But yeah. She even said I can go home, though. So we'll see if she, she sticks to that. She's like, just go home and sleep because those there's nowhere to sleep for your significant other in the hospital. There's like... The person who just gave birth has a bed, and then the person who's with them has, like, a little corner and, like, a couch, which is, it's like, I think I did it last time, but it's not optimal. Yeah, my husband um, almost broke his toe. He broke his toenail off um, trying to move that chair to, like, sleep Mm -hmm. in the hospital bed, but... Yeah, you guys will figure it out. Oh, well, I'll have plenty of time to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where I'll be for the next... Well, hopefully I won't be in the hospital for three weeks, but I'll be gone for three weeks. And I'll probably have a lot of stuff to talk about when I get back. Yeah. Or maybe I won't. It'll just be one of those situations where I'm like, I didn't have time for anything. Right, yeah. I just slept, and I don't even remember anything that happened. So I think with that, we'll take a short break, and we'll be right back. back from our break thanksgiving is right around the corner mm-hmm. three weeks away uh so end of the end of the month this year i know sometimes it's like it's, i guess it's always at the end it's never on my birthday when's your birthday my birthday's the 21st and it's been the day after my birthday but it's never been on my birthday that i can remember mm-hmm. so maybe it's not possible you never know we should anybody that's good at math and stuff well should let me know if it's possible for her <laughs> like what year thanksgiving yeah, what year? will be on my birthday and if it's not possible just don't tell her <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me die with that dream <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah we don't really i think you know with i don't know just tough because like my wife's family lives on the west side of the state and my family lives here so we always have to figure out the best course of action to do that mm-hmm. and it's like there's no good solution at least for me because i'm like i want to go i want to just stay here the shortest distance yeah especially now with like a second kid on the way it's like um we're not doing anything with you guys unfortunately if you want to do something you know where we live i think that's understandable yeah um and stuff but yeah i mean i mean i think there was a couple of years before we had kids we would do like the thanksgiving day with my family then we do the weekend with her family same with Christmas, just like all mm-hmm. this driving. It's like, I don't know if this is really what I want to be doing. Yeah, um, our families live, my husband's family lives um, two hours or almost three hours away from us, mm-hmm. but only about 40 minutes away from my parents. Mm-hmm. So we have done that in the past where we try to hit them both in one weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. It's a lot of driving and... Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really relax at any one place, and you eat Too a much? ton, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, and then you feel terrible. Yeah, 
and you get back on Sunday and you don't have any groceries in the house and mm-hmm. um, but what was I going to say about Thanksgiving oh it's gone now It'll come, it'll, we still oh, get some time. We, I've, I'm one of five kids, so we've we've all coordinated. So we all go, and this year we all go to our spouse's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then next year we'll all come to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. So does that mean you guys are doing Christmas? Do you guys just alternate the holidays? We do each, f- my husband's family does a Christmas not on Christmas Day, and my family does a Christmas not on Christmas Day, okay. and then we do Christmas at home, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's nice to walk down your own staircase on Christmas morning, and yeah, you know, and Santa's got to come to your house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. But I was just looking at my calendar, and since we work every other weekend, I think this is like the last weekend I have off that we don't have any plans before. Christmas. Like this one coming up? Or yeah. like the one the one after Thanksgiving. This one coming up. Oh wow. So that's next Saturday. It was Yeah. Well I'm I'm gonna be off for a while, so Yeah, you but, just use that baby for an excuse as long as you can. It's my baby's seven months. They don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like you can put that baby in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that baby can be in the cold now. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not really sure. I'm not really too keen on like any holiday unless like oh Thanksgiving's here. I guess we're going to hang out and get food, which is sometimes it's good to see everybody because you don't typically see mm-hmm. many people because the rest of my family is still around here, like my aunts, uncles, and extended family, as you would call it. And we have a very small family, so it's easy to get everyone in one house yeah. and not feel crowded. So that's what we'll do. Christmas is pretty much the same situation. We'll go out on Christmas Eve as a group, and then we'll sort of do Christmas morning separately. Then we'll go someplace for dinner. Since you grew up around here, do you do the night before Thanksgiving? Isn't that the biggest bar night of the year? Oh, I never did that. And there's never a person that enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Like drinking, going out. That's not my thing. The day before you. And I think think every so often, I think maybe when I was in college, you might have, because that was a good excuse to do something, because... We would always be our separate places, and it's like that's like the one day we could do something. Mm-hmm. So maybe I think I've done it like once in a while, but that's I try to avoid people for the most part. <laughs> um, my husband and I did it one especially year. like people that are doing that. I'm like that, that's not my people. <laughs> we tried to do it one year, and we went back to the bar that we always went to in college, just assuming that we would know people there, and then we didn't know anybody there, and we felt old. What the bird? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, if you're going to do it, make plans with someone so that you don't get there and yeah. say, oh, I'm sure it's I fine, but like, I just, like, it's like, t- it usually it gets to run like 10 o'clock and I'm like tired. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I could have so much time. To, I have so much free time right now, mm-hmm. but now I have to sleep <laughs> and then wake up early, which is, I guess that's just sort of what happens when you're an adult. Yeah. Do you have a favorite dish on Thanksgiving? No. I just eat whatever. No. I'm pretty picky. Not a favorite pie? I don't do pie. I don't do... You don't, I don't eat pie? No, I don't like... I don't like dessert. Oh, my God. Like, I just... Yeah, everyone... You don't like dessert or everyone, summer. <laughs> everyone has, like... Everyone does, like, that face palm whenever they like, hear something. They're like, what? Does not compute. But, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of dessert. I'm just like, take it or leave it. So you just skip? Or do you eat it to be polite? 
I don't eat it. They know that I won't eat it, yeah. so it's not a big deal. My mom makes dessert. She's she's familiar in whatever the sister-in-law makes pie and stuff, and I'm just like, I just don't like I just don't like that stuff. I'm just not a huge fan of that kind of sweet. Yeah, I love pie. Um, and I'm also like sort of ambivalent about turkey. Like I feel like turkey is like the blandest food on the planet. Yeah. Like I don't think you can make turkey taste good even if you wanted to. Like my mom does a pretty good job, but like it's just so bland. Yeah. Like, I feel that like... way about stuffing. I don't <clears throat> like stuffing. Dry, wet. Mm-hmm. People like really dig it and I just, it always just tastes like wet bread to me. <laughs> But yeah, and then like the gravy is usually good because it adds something mm-hmm. to the whatever. Mashed potatoes are good. Now I guess the typical stuff on Thanksgiving is fine. We I like really the green go... bean casserole. Yeah, That's we don't my really. Favorite. I think we have the normal stuff. Like we don't have anything. But I know there's cranberry sauce. I was never a huge fan of cranberry sauce. I don't even know why that's a thing. But I like cranberry sauce. One year when I was living in Chicago, we I couldn't go home for Thanksgiving, and our friends we did a friendsgiving, and um, one friend cooked a traditional Thanksgiving meal, and then another friend cooked like a modern take on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and we sort of food tested. And I only had to bring pop, so that was like That's ideal. Like, <laughs> sometimes you get a, when you get those potluck Thanksgivings together, it's like cool. I'm just bringing soda. Oh, yep. Yeah. You know, I call it soda because I did not grow up here. Yeah. Um, Sacrilege. Mm-hmm. There's two good Thanksgiving movies. Do you know what they are? Oh, this is a, this is there's only two good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, see. there might be only two. Well, let's see. There's got to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, that's one of them. And uh, I don't actually know any other Thanksgiving movies. There's a Holly Hunter movie called Home for the Holidays. Okay. And it's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Um, is it like old? No. Older? Or is it yeah, it's older? old. Yeah. No, it's older. Okay. He's a young buck in it. And um, what's her name that was married to uh, Mrs. Robinson that was married to Mel Brooks? Um, Anne and Bancroft. Bancroft. Yep. She's in it. And it's a sad, a little bit sad, but really mm-hmm. funny as well. Yeah, I can't think of any other Thanksgiving movies off the top of my head. Obviously, like, there's the Charlie Brown one. I don't even know that's a, I would count oh, that as a movie because it's like. Yeah. Whatever, but I'm not too... I'm sure there's, like, other ones that I could think of. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles has a little sadness to to it, too, doesn't it? Just a little bit, just because... Whatever. A little John Hughes for you. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I can't think of any other Thanksgiving movies off the top of my head that are, like, Thanksgiving-y. There was that movie, The Oath, that came out last year. I think that took place on Thanksgiving, or maybe, Mm. maybe it was Christmas. But it was dark. I don't think was I it finished a horror movie? it. Or was it just like a weird... Sort of. <laughs> it's a little bit. Not... Yeah, I don't know. Because I know, like, there's a lot more Christmas movies. I think that's why Thanksgiving sort of gets overlooked as a holiday. Yeah, people Because there's, are... like, nothing associated with it other than food. Because mm-hmm. there's no Thanksgiving music. And, like, a shady there's, history. <laughs> there's no Thanksgiving, There's no Thanksgiving like, decorations. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, after Halloween's up, it's, like, Christmas music, Christmas decorations, Christmas shopping. It's, like... Thanksgiving just sort of there, sort of like the it could in be which place. Just it like, could be so useful though, because it's like a time to be thankful, and the kids are all they get the gimmies because they're hopped up on Halloween candy and they're getting the toy catalogs for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It is at the perfect time, but people need to like pay attention to it. Speaking of toy catalogs, Amazon yeah. sent me something. I'm like, why? Why did you do this, Amazon? I, I don't want this. 
we we got one too, and I was like, why are they even picking up? They just like, have. Do you know that I have a kid? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they, they probably do. do. But Ooh, just that brings me to a good. That's a good segue. Oh. We're having a uh, next Thursday, November tw- uh, November fourteenth at the Ewell branch. We're having. Um, a technology expert come in and talk about your privacy on the internet what mm-hmm. companies are looking at and how you can protect yourself and general computer m- malware maintenance mm-hmm. I'm new to it too so um, I'll have a lot of questions but um, it's Richard Schott is coming he works at Wayne State University and I think that's going to be a great program, really informative. He's going to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about social media and about your email and um, what browsers to use mm-hmm. um, to maintain mm-hmm. some sense of privacy. Mm-hmm. So it's called Privacy on the Internet. You can register in advance or you can just come, but it's next Thursday at 630. Mm-hmm. That should be think well attended, be. I'd imagine. I hope so. Especially all the news. I've been, with yeah. All that stuff going on. Yeah, um, I'm been inching closer and closer to deleting all my social media accounts. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that mom swap, I think I'd have done it already. But well, there's a there's a million dollar idea maybe just to have like a mom swap just that's to, like separate from social yeah. media. Like maybe like actually we could make get a some website. make some friends in person mm-hmm. and swap with them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's tall order right there. <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's the thing. It's sort of like that whole that well, I think it was Benjamin Franklin quote, or I think it was like uh, people that would give away some freedom for temporary security deserve neither. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with technology. I think mm-hmm. people are okay with maybe giving away some privacy because it makes their lives so much easier. It's like oh, I can just buy this online it's more convenient yeah meet up with this person who would never have met and bought this thing for much cheaper that i was gonna buy anyway yeah it's like whatever they have some of my information yeah i'll live with it i think i'm actually i'm so interested in it that i think i'm gonna take some notes mm-hmm. um and maybe make a little brochure at the library about um mm-hmm. based on mr shot's tips uh yeah yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's tough. I mean, that's I don't post pictures of my kid on Facebook. I know you don't. Um, because it's not my property anymore. If I do, if I do that, yeah. So I don't do that. I don't really post pictures of myself on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook truly. Really. I still have it, but I don't really use it. But I definitely don't post pictures of my kid on there. Yeah. Have you ever read The Circle? Did I'm we not, talk about this already? I haven't. I haven't read it. I know they made a movie, and like I heard oh, yeah, it was like. Oh yeah, I never saw the movie. I heard it was like, the movie wasn't very good though. Apparently, but I heard the book was, was okay. But I haven't. The really book wasn't very well written, but it was a like a good like allegory plot yep. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good like oh I because I read it maybe six years ago, five years mm-hmm. ago, and still I would say at least monthly sometimes weekly i hear something in the news i'm like it's just like the circle mm-hmm. um, i mean i mean it, it probably that. will i mean the more stuff like whatever facebook gets investigated i mean it's possible that facebook might get broken up maybe i don't know it's tough maybe. to say yeah <clears throat> but it is interesting how that like social network that movie social network seems like it was very i don't know 
indicative of how Mark Zuckerberg actually might be. Because when the movie came right. out, he's like, oh, I had some of those sweatshirts. And then now it's like... Oh, yeah, you're yeah, that guy. I think you're that guy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then you probably don't have many programs going on because you're... Yeah, I don't think... Can be yeah, out of commission. be out of commission. But I have another um, sort of a holiday program, a holiday prep program um, at Ewald on Tuesday, November 19th. We're having a familyopoly program. I made a, um, when I was in grad school and broke, and um, I didn't have any money to get gifts for my family, I made a board game full of trivia questions, and we had the best time playing it. Was it um, family trivia questions? Mm-hmm. And so I made it into a library program. I've done it at a couple different libraries I work at. Um, so you get, mm-hmm. people can come in, and we've got all the supplies and you can make a personalized board game for your family to play at your mm-hmm. next holiday gathering or not, you know, whatever gathering. Mm-hmm. Or you can make one for your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be super fun. Crafts and trivia. Can't those be are the, Those are good things. Yeah. And to put them together makes two good things. Mm-hmm. So that's Tuesday, November 19th. But, yes, sign up for that one because... You gotta know how many supplies to buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, board games are. We play. We play a lot of board games now. We do too. Well, there's a board game renaissance. I think there's just so many good board games now. My. Like if you get super into it, you're like, oh, like you could play Monopoly, which is fine. But there's just so many other games now that are just so good. You're like, man, this is awesome. My son picked out this game. With his birthday money, called Potato Pirates, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the most complicated game. It said seven plus, and we were like, "Oh, he's a smart six. Mm-hmm. but it should have said maybe like thirty-five plus <laughs> because it's really hard. Yeah, I think the problem with a lot of those games, like even I have problems when I get a new game. Like you get the instruction manual, you're like, "Nah, I'm not playing this." Yeah, but I always like watch something on YouTube because it's always easier to watch it. Oh, that's a good idea. Happens, we should do that. Because it's usually easier to watch. Like, you learn as you play because once you figure out the rhythm and all that stuff, it usually gets easier. But trying to, like, decipher a manual for a game you've never played, you're like, um, yeah, we're not potato pirates. We're just going to, yeah. we're not going to do anything with anything. He gets this. all the babysitters to play it. He mm-hmm. will ropes them in. <laughs> Is he, so is, he like a, is he like a hustler or something? He's like, I got that's five bucks on this he, game. He waits <laughs> until the screen door closes when we leave the house, and he's like, "So, would you like to play a game? <laughs> I've got mm-hmm. a really fun game, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got a lot of small pieces. I mean, it's really. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out, though. Yeah, we like I'd, board games. But in I'd our recommend house. YouTube I'll tutorial or something for that game and any other game that you get, and you're like, this is confusing. Because even, I play a lot of games, I've played a lot of complicated games, I still have problems with new games and instructions, mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I know, like, it does if you know how to play, so that's the thing, is people who make the games write the instructions as if you already know how to play. Yeah, and it it's just, hard to write instructions, that's an is. art. It is, and I think the people that make the games don't have the skill set to explain the games, right. which is, it's not a bad thing, because, like... It's really cool how a lot of the, these games' mechanics work. You're like, oh, this is clever. But, you know, usually it takes a few few games to, like, get the, have everything works. You're like, okay, I get it now. Then the next time you play, you're like, I got this. 
but then there's always that new person that comes along you have to explain it to them and all that stuff so it's it's tough to get like people into board games because like you always have to explain the, the rules and all that yeah. stuff and it's just like uh yeah the bad. best board game or the most fun board games are ones that you can sort mm-hmm. of you know like taboo or like apples to apples or something yeah i don't think apples to apples is that much fun but like something you just sit down and play with little maybe mm-hmm. somebody can watch one round and get it mm-hmm. yeah definitely so hopefully there's a tip for you people who are going to make a board game yeah this will be easy this board game will be lots of fun mm-hmm. the best board game you'll play all year okay i'm oh. making that <laughs> guarantee right, man, that's, a guarantee. <laughs> that's a guarantee right there from annie that's good so anything anything else you want to talk about before we before we wrap it up nope nothing nope just good luck to you and we will maybe make a recording of a podcast in your absence you guys you think (laughs) think we'll figure it out you'll figure it out the worst thing that you the worst that'll happen is you can just record on your phone with no editing and just record that way and be like we did a thing yeah um but yeah it's it should be fine i have faith in you guys and your co-host in my absence. Yes. We'll do a good job. And then we'll get calls like, hey, we don't want that guy back ever again. <laughs> tell, Matt, tell Matt to stay yeah. home. Yeah, he's on paternity leave forever. I'm like, <laughs> okay, guys. But, yeah, so yeah, I'll be gone for a month or so. And then do you have any music? Nothing? You haven't listened to anything? I've been listening. I've got a new car, and we have... Um... Do you have, like, the free trial for Sirius? Yes. So you just and... listen into it. Is there a Beach Boys just radio? No, I'm into, um, well, there probably is. I haven't found it. Yeah, I've been listening to the 90s on 9. Uh, <laughs> I did that for a while. The first wave, like new wave music. And then I've been listening to the Bruce Springsteen um, radio. radio. Yeah. And every time I get in the car, I'm like, I don't want to listen to another live recording. Mm-hmm. And then a song comes on, I'm like, well, I like this song. Well, it's Bruce. It's the boss. Yeah. We're going to listen to He is to the it. boss, yeah. And there was one... Um, there was a song called Cynthia that I, I listened to on the way here that was a good song that I had not ne- I'm quite the fan and I hadn't heard that song before so mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that's my song. Do you have a song? I always have songs. I have so many songs, but it'll be a mystery. All right. And the closing as my final gift to everybody. Maybe like I that. Go. Having my baby. That song. Is that a song? <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Durante. I don't know who that is. I think the words are, having my baby, what a lovely way to say how much I love you. (laughs) I mean, there's whatever the hell is that Stevie Wonder song. The, I don't even know what it's called now, but. Uh, Does he have a baby song? Yeah, he does. It's the one where he, it's like the five seconds old. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, yeah, do that one. I love Stevie. If I could figure out the song title. All right, so um, we're showing our youth right now. (laughs) So I'll be back later. Annie will be back sooner. Thanks for listening.